Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. We are your Bible Idiots, Chris and Emily Danielson. And hopefully today will be another day of, uh, what is it? Laugh louder, dig deeper, live larger. I almost forgot. I forgot my yeah. motto. Wow. I almost forgot the motto. <laughs> yeah, we laugh louder because we joke around a lot. We live, uh, we dig deeper because it's always into God's word and into prayer. And we live larger in the Lord Jesus Christ. Bingo. And we don't apologize for that. We're not going to get up and we're so sorry that we love Jesus and that makes you feel bad. <laughs> We just hope the whole world loves us, because if we love Jesus, then the world will love us, too. I am flat out sinning against God according to the Bible, but you better tell me I'm right in my (laughs) righty-rightness, or I will cancel you. Do not make me feel bad about it. That's right. Yeah. Hey, it is Sunday afternoon at 2.26 p.m. is when we're recording, and we are trying desperately hard to get away from our terrestrial radio habits that have been just drilled into our heads for 20 years and just do more of a podcast podcastiness where we tell a little story we get closer to god and our goal is to be well we've been told we're your broadcast friends and our goal is to help you through your week yeah that's what this is about isn't it wonderful how media has just changed over the years and you go back to like the 70s and the 80s and just it was just so different. Yeah. And then I think, I do you remember Max Headroom? Oh, yeah. He was yeah. all the rage for like two years. And he then it was cha- like- but he changed everything because it was kind of a, a mocking almost of, you know, that news talking head person. And things started really changing from there on out. And people wanted to connect with real people, not fake, plastic, read your yeah. lines people. So we, we we're also- real people. <laughs> we also want to give you an update on my news boycott. Uh, it is now officially over one year. Nice. We couldn't remember what day in October I said never again. And in so far, so good. I have not watched more than a, there was a seven uh, minute, seven minute YouTube segment mm-hmm. from a Tucker Carlson show that I really wanted to see because it was a topic that I was interested in about yeah. four or five months ago. Other than that, just a little bit here and there. Otherwise, just news headlines in the written form all is really all need. that I will deal with. And I use Newsmax. I use Epic Times or Epoch Times, depending on how you want to pronounce it. I use uh, American Family Network uh, with One News Now. Those are my sources. Yeah. OAN is my big source. Right. Yep. I, I, and then again, some of the apologists that were in the film, Bible Idiots with us, like Frank Turek. I, I, I do a lot of cross-examined stuff. Uh, Dr. Michael Brown, my one charismatic brother, I just I, I have him in such high regard with the common sense approach that he takes to all things biblical. And we don't agree with everything on the charismatic side, him and I, but I, he's just got credibility with me. Yeah, you and then have to Alex- respect what he knows. He knows the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. And then you know? Alex McFarlane with Truth for a New Generation. I listen to that a lot. I, I mean, these are the this is how I ab- absorb the news. Right. And so with no apology, I'm not going to apologize for having an opinion that I think is based in Scripture. For example, I think the Pope has no credibility, and I think the Pope is actually part of a satanic movement. You're like, the Pope of the Catholic Church? <laughs> yeah. He oh. just met with Joe Biden. Okay. And he just called Joe Biden a good Catholic. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so, you know, the church didn't change oh, Joe yeah. Biden. Joe mm-hmm. Biden is changing the church. Well, and they, they yeah, didn't talk about abortion stances. or any of these other things. Instead, they, they took this opportunity to chat about climate health oh, and, yeah. and other things. It's, it's, it's literally 
appalling to those of us who know the God of the universe through his son, Jesus Christ, who paid for our sins with his own blood and redeemed us, took a heart of stone, gave it a heart of flesh. Uh, When we have our eyes opened and our ears opened, we can see that this is not from God. This mm-hmm. is this is sad. Well, it is, and I think it's kind of timely too, with you know Reformation Sunday being last Sunday and or yesterday or whatever. Um, but here's the thing that I just really noticed when you read God's Word and it talks about those who live in hypocrisy, where they say one thing but then they act in another way. Um, the Bible seriously warns about associating and mingling and and being in and among people like that. It like literally says aware, come out from among yeah, them. Yeah, beware of them. Well, you know, when this when this Pope first came in, and, and because I'm not Catholic, I don't follow it that closely, I just noticed that there was a lot of that. For instance, early on, he was saying how it was unchristian to have any walls or any, you know, borders and, and putting up a wall to keep people out, that that was unchristian. Yet, it's really funny because I remember having to pay a good amount of money to get into the walls of the Vatican. Yeah, we stood outside the walls. And they're, they're <laughs> big walls, man. And by the way, <laughs> this is by a- the way, just so you know, for just so you're honest, yeah. you didn't pay a dime. That was all comped to you. We had a comped trip through the Vatican. Somebody paid. Somebody paid, but Somebody it wasn't you. Somebody paid. And, it wasn't and me. guess what? We had to go whenever they said, get out. Well, we were on a VIP so, tour. We got in before. For everybody else, we got to see behind the scenes. And trust me, we stand by what we say about the Vatican. <laughs> but that's not the only thing. Right. That's not the only thing. It w- there's just kind of this continual, and now, Chris, this is the latest, this continual kind of a hypocrisy oh, totally. where you have someone like Joe Biden who consistently, um, you know, makes these very anti-biblical policies to the forefront whether it's pushing homosexuality or transgenderism or abortion or whatever i mean just over and over and over again but then for him to turn and say he's a good catholic like that again that's hypocritical you can't reconcile those two words or those two worlds and so the i the red flags are up bible warns us this is this is what they're talking about when they're talking about when you see this kind of hypocrisy be very wary there are a handful of very conservative u.s bishops in the catholic church who and the headline is sparked outrage with these bishops they are outraged yeah and they are trying hard to deny joe biden communion and he laughs at them and snubs his nose at them and just goes gets an audience with the pope and comes back all blessed in his blessy blessedness right right and it's appalling to a lot of the people in the catholic church that actually are struggling to you know see how can you you know fit this square peg into this round hole how can you say four plus four is is (laughs) is 22 you know that's what they're doing right and sometimes you see it and you know you can't unsee it and if you lay it down next to scripture and you do have eyes to see and ears to hear there's nothing that you can do but not apologize and go forward exactly. in the truth. And some of that means you have to come out from among them. It's been going on for a long time because to be fair, you know, it's not just the Catholic Church that has this problem. I mean, we've seen this. We've seen liberal ideology and anti-biblical principles start infiltrating every denomination so of many churches. And like you said, Chris, 
God keeps pulling people out. And he's been doing that since the very beginning. You know, you had the Jewish people and he pulled some out and they formed the Christian church. And then, you know, you had um, the the universal church kind of starting to teach these weird things. Yeah. And so through the... Um, the Reformation, again, God pulled people out, a select few out to preserve that truth and hold, who were holding on to that truth to keep it going forward. And I think he's doing that again now um, in these last days. He's got to pull out those remnant believers who really trust in God's word. Well, there is going on around us what is some have called, and they've coined the phrase, and we've picked it up. It's called the falling down. Okay, the great falling away, blah, blah, blah. No, there is also a falling down that is happening. And the more that the rainbow flag is waved in common, you know, you know, town square culture everywhere, the more falling down you will see. And, And it's just part of the natural order of things. Right. And take American Airlines. Over the weekend, over the Halloween weekend, they canceled 1,500 flights. Mm. And it's not because of the COVID vaccine mandate. (laughs) Say that three times fast. It's not because of the COVID (laughs) vaccine mandate. Okay. Um, In fact, even Captain Dennis Tager, a spokesman for the Allied Pilots Association, which represents the American pilots, he said the cancellations are not linked to the vaccine requirements. Okay. He told the Epoch Times in an email, management is failing at the most fundamental part of running an airline. Now, stay with Uh, me. Pay attention to this. Okay. Because it has everything to do with the point I'm going to make today. Yep. Connecting crews to the airplane. That's the most fundamental part of running an airline. Right, yeah. Our employees are suffering this failure as much as passengers as crews are stuck out into their days off while scrambling to find hotels. Wow. Mother Nature generates a storm and management's failure to properly schedule creates storm days after. Okay. That's what the head of the Pilots Association said. Heavy winds in Dallas, American Airlines' main hub in the United States, and of course, 1,500 flights gets canceled because of what? a falling down of management they used to be able to overcome these things and now when apathy rules the day when people don't want to work when people don't want to have a career when the significance in your life is to see how many days you can stay home in a row with either a fake illness or your stimulus check or whatever the case might be that becomes a problem. Emily and I are watching the falling down all over the country, just in conversations with relatives and friends, traveling, going to different places. And here's what you need to expect. I believe that we are in the infancy of it. And I gave this analogy Mm -hmm. to a guy at church today, and he's like, that's a great analogy. I'm going to use that at work. You've got a room of babies, toddlers, and young children. And one or two are crying right now, and another is just starting to wind up. Mm-hmm. And soon the whole room's going to be in chaos. Right, okay? right, right. That's where we are right now. Yeah. Expect third world customer service within a year. Yeah. When you go to the restaurant, expect the norm to wait for 30 minutes to, for a table and an hour for your food because that's how many people that they have there. And in the middle of it, you may lose the whole staff. They may just quit on you. It's right. called the falling down yeah. is coming upon us. Yeah. And there's nothing that you can do about it. And I happen to have a, um, a story I want to share with you today that is this point. And then I want to end with some scriptures on hope. I just wanted to tell you that so you know where we're going. Okay, good, good, good. And you know the story. I told you the t- story I'm going to tell, and it's mm-hmm. about our our dryer, oh. <laughs> as in washer and dryer. The bane of your existence. The bane of my existence. 
let's start at the very beginning. We have had cheap washer and dryers our whole married life. We always got everybody's leftover stuff when somebody was selling, moving. Their garbage was our treasure. That was our life for years, was it not? It was for many years. I mean, our kids were pretty much grown the first time we bought a brand new washer and dryer. And when we did, it was a cut rate. I think the- $200 at Best Buy, the cheapest white washer and dryer that they had. The brand was Roper. Yeah. Never heard of it before. It was an awesome washer and dryer though. But like, yeah, yeah, it was- And let me tell you about that dryer, okay? okay? You'd put clothes in. And? You'd put it on 45 minutes, and you'd come back, and the clothes were dry. Woohoo! That is something that is amazing in my world, <laughs> as I'm about to tell you. In 2016, we sold our house in Michigan and moved to Alabama. And when we got into Alabama, I said, look, we're going to get a really nice washer and dryer. Now, my sister, uh, she's kind of been our high-end example you know, she's she's been blessed for the last 20 years to live a very high-end, married an executive, very wealthy, flies first class everywhere she goes, that type. Yes. And the, here's the thing I love about my sister. She's never flaunted it. Right. She's never, she's she's just, she's always carried herself with class yeah. and humility. She's not embarrassed by it and yeah. she doesn't flaunt yeah, it. It's exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just, is what it is. Yeah. It, she's been such a great example to me over the years. Yeah. And when she did say, hey, I want you to travel with me to Hawaii, and she said, sent us the tickets in the back of my mind i'm like come on first class come on first class and i open the envelope first class yeah yeah, yeah. when you have yeah. a sister who flies your first class to hawaii and that's then, the thing about pretty nice wealthy anyway. people tend to make other people's lives around them a little bit better sometimes, in a lot of ways sometimes, yeah. sometimes not always but sometimes anyway she had this dry or this washer and it was an LG washer, and it's not a front loader, it's a top loader, but it has all the bells and whistles. And Emily and I came out really well on our Michigan house, and I'm like, when we set up our new house in Alabama, I want to get the same washer that Julie has. And that's my sister's name. And I said, let's you know, let's go look for it. And they're $1,000 for the washer, $1,000 for the dryer, roughly, yeah. okay, 1100 or whatever it is. And the matching dryer... I mean, it had steam cycles. It has, you know, stuff where it'll make eggs for you. Sensors it'll, yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah, sensors that do this when and it do just, that. I don't know if there's like a finger in there that just touches yeah. the clothes at some point and says, eh, that's dry yeah, enough. Yeah, you can throw a wrinkly shirt in there and tell it to de-wrinkle. And yes. 10 minutes later, you can you don't have to iron. And all of these different bells and whistles. Yeah. I mean, I'm th- thinking this is great. As long as the computer doesn't mal- malfunction, this is great. So we buy the set on sale at Best Buy. I'll never big forget sale, it. Big sale, yeah. It was eight ninety nine a piece, and okay. so the, and that's pretty big spender for for us. Oh, I mean, that's yeah, beyond yeah. our capacity. Yes, yes. We did not want to do this, but you know what? Once and for all, I want to have. We're getting a good old. This better be the last washer yeah. and dryer we have to buy, right? Yeah. So when they delivered it, they delivered the maroon washer <laughs> and the matching maroon dryer didn't make it to the house. They brought us a white dryer that didn't match. But here's the thing. That white dryer dried clothes. It was magnificent. It was doing everything that it was supposed to do, but it didn't match. Send it back. Well, who I don't know who. I'm not saying who I'm, you know, mocking there, but anyway. Yeah. yeah, Who who, who would that be? Okay, but here's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of has to match. (laughs) 
and the reason is, you know, it's like your salt and pepper shaker. You know what I mean? I don't need a white salt paper, salt shaker and a black pepper shaker because I, you know, I can tell real easily. But anyway, they they were out of what we had ordered. They didn't mm-hmm. have any more. So they just sent us what they had so that we would have a dryer. And they said, when your one comes in... We'll just call you and we'll come and switch them out. No harm, no foul. And I thought, hey, you know what that means? Mm-hmm. That means somebody's going to get a really good deal on a very slightly used brand new dryer. White dryer. Yeah, yeah. white dryer. So, so they I'm did, like, that's a win-win-win. Yeah, win. sure. Yeah. So they brought the maroon dryer, <laughs> sure. made the switch out, and ta-da! You know, the cherubs were singing, the appliances matched. Yes. There was one little problem. It didn't work. It wouldn't dry clothes. It would overheat and turn itself off. And it has these codes that come up on the little digital space shuttle panel. You know, D80, uh, E85. And I had to look them all up. And they all said, basically, you're a loser. This dryer's not going to (laughs) work. You bought the wrong dryer code. Yeah, yeah. Go back to the roper, okay? <laughs> go back and just go back yeah. to just basic tumble dry. You'll be much better off. So then they came out and they they were gonna try to replace the panel, and then that didn't work. So then they brought us a whole new one. This whole new one, by the way, jumping ahead in the story, is what I currently have in my house in Kansas. Okay. So now I've got enough invested in this. This dryer is going to work. And Emily had to dry everything on delicate for the longest time because anything else it would overheat it was right. starting to make the same same problem which worked for me because all my clothes i dry on delicate anyway but yeah. you know your well, flannel shirts and your jeans not so much so now a guy comes out to fix it and they're not going to replace it this time they got to fix it and so he actually takes it all apart the drum the and back everything off, yeah. and he said okay here's your problem there's a wire that's supposed to be three inches to the left and instead it's four inches to the right so that wire thinks it's overheating and doesn't want to cause a fire so it cuts it off that's why you can only so we got that fixed and it has worked technically since then but here's what happens you put in a load of clothes and you do a normal dry and it comes up uh one hour and seven minutes on the digital display and at the end of one hour and seven minutes the clothes are still damp because here's what it's doing on that particular thing it's blowing both cold and hot air it's trying to do a medium dry and a medium cool at the same time so it's really doing nothing other than tumbling around for a while then it has a settings for towels where you go medium hot and medium hot at 55 minutes should dry everything but it doesn't it skips down and then turns itself off if it doesn't like what's going on it's still this finicky thing so then it has a speed dry which is just straight hot roper style oh. yeah 25 <laughs> minutes and so now you have to do that twice to get your clothes dry and emily used to try to say no you're doing too big of loads by the way we work together so we share housework together so i do my own laundry she does her own laundry doesn't quite have the knack yet well the the idea is you're supposed to be able to pack that washer and dryer no, full no i okay i've even stopped doing that I've even pulled back some, and I'm now only washing, uh, you know, the the appropriate size amount and trying to dry the appropriate size amount. It takes like three different attempts to get that dryer to actually dry, and now it's doing the flow sensor. Oh, the flow sensor! <laughs> and so we now, I think, have to take it away from the wall and clean out the flow. We've been here it for over time. a year. We've it's been time. here a year. We need to clean out that vent. But yeah. just dry the clothes. <laughs> 
for the love of all that is holy. In the in the drum you go, turn it on, dry. No. No, it just can't work on that. And it's just like, I keep telling him, I'm like, this dryer is like our society. No matter what we do, it just doesn't do what it's supposed to do. And that's not quite right. It's part of living in a fallen world and in a corrupt creation to begin with. But then when you add to it, all of the things that we are seeing, when we add to the, the acceleration of the falling down and the lack of understanding and the discernment issues that people have, and even in the Christian world where they can't live for Christ, they have to merge it with their world it's it's this dryer manifesting itself across the news headlines it starts out good and then kind of is just like eh, but you know chris yeah there is a solution i keep bringing it up to you What's and that, that is you go buy a rope and you tie it between two trees and let the wind and the sun dry your clothes oh. like God intended. Oh, yeah. We That's could it. even call it our, our you know, Roper 2. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, here's the other thing. The house that we bought had a very nice front loader washer and dryer here. And I said, nope. Yeah, I, I said, we yeah. will donate them to a nice family, which we did. And that nice family's happy with them. And I know they're working just fine. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I'm like, oh, here's a front yeah, loader. No, and they look nope. nice. They look pretty new. Nope. I am invested with this LG. And we are going down together. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives the, the washer and dryer that came with the house away, which is great. We bless puts, the family. That's puts fine. Puts our ones that we bought four years ago or whatever in the house too invested in them to uh, let them go yeah you're like really attached right now you are no, gonna it, win this it's it's a stubbornness now yeah it it's is a, it's a stubbornness now and and that's part of what i'm saying this is our falling down culture we have to let it go we have to let go of the fact that we don't have uh the catholic people any of my catholic brothers and sisters you don't have a legitimate pope i'm sorry this guy is not legitimate when he calls joe biden a good catholic we've got people in the church that say well i'm a democrat and i don't think you should ever speak out again no the democrats are the party of death over and over and over they've proved it not me saying it it's the reality i'm just pointing it out and again i'm doing so with no apology well and here's the thing that we need to say as well we're not saying every democrat is demonic no no but what we are saying is There's probably many people out there who identify themselves as Democrats, but they, when you really start pressing them and asking them about the issues, it's like they will agree with you wholeheartedly on all these issues like abortion, like homosexuality, like, you know, all these things. Um, But then they still vote Democrat. And so there's there's a disconnect there. But when we talk about the demonic agenda, we are talking about the elite leadership of this party. Satan's soldiers, that's who they are. And the question then becomes... Are do you really want to continue aligning yourself with these people? Yeah, who are putting forward these very anti-biblical things, and we have to look at our citizenship as being in heaven first and in America second. And there's a lot of truth in that, but we also are called to dry the clothes. Right, the clothes still need to be dried, which goes back to hope. Now, everything I've just said, put it into the context of this. John Piper said this. This is a quote from Piper, and then I got a few scriptures for you. And then, Emily, you get final thoughts on the story, Monday, Sunday, whatever day this is. Okay. (laughs) That's right. We're not doing... We're just 
doing this. Whenever we record it, it's the next episode, and yeah. here we are. All right, John Piper said, the presence of hope in the invincible sovereignty of God drives out fear. I'm not trying to be politically correct. I'm not trying to be politically incorrect. I'm not trying to be political at all. I'm just telling you without apology, we are fighting darkness with Satan's soldiers. If you can't identify them, write me an email and I'll help. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 says, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Hebrews 6, 19 says, This hope we have as an anchor of our soul, a hope both sure and steadfast. Anchoring, what does that mean? That means you're not falling down. Right, right. You're not falling down. There's you're falling holding, down going yeah. all around us. Which means if you're called to serve coffee at your church on Sunday, serve it without falling down, without apology, and with joy in your heart. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Whatever your job is, you punch in if you have a clock or you show up with the intentionality that you have an anchor for your soul that is sure and you're not going to fall down. Or flip that coin. If right now you're in a point in your life where you need someone to serve you, embrace that joyfully and accept it enthusiastically because you're allowing, you know, whatever need it is that you have right now, you are allowing someone else to exercise the gifts and the talents and the ministry that God has given to them. So either way, embrace it. All right. Last one. Then you got final thoughts. Psalm right. thirty-one twenty-four. Be strong and courageous. All you who put your hope in the Lord. Sometimes people say, Chris, you know, you just come across so angry sometimes. It's like, no, I'm exasperated. That's different than anger. I am so sad to watch good people who have stable legs fall down. Right. And I mean that in the spiritual sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the other thing. I stumble. There's been times when I'm falling down on a Monday and a Tuesday, but the Lord picks me up because of my hope in him on right. Wednesday and Thursday. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm saying we cannot... Let the clothes stay damp. <laughs> we Gets must dry the clothes no matter what. We musty. have to keep turning the machine on over and over if that's what it takes. Yeah. We'll have to clean out the flow sensor or whatever, the th whatever it, it, it takes. We cannot fall down. As Christians, right now, the darkness is all around us. We have the light. Jesus is victorious. We're not apologizing. Instead, we're going to stand firm in the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. I love it. That was really good for my soul. Thank you. You blessed me, Chris. Oh, um, <laughs> why are we talking like this now? Why are we doing know. our old person talk? <laughs> I think that's how I normally do talk. Um, I just let my butt, my guard down there for a second. You let your butt what? <laughs> What did you say? I tried to say guard, and I started with the letter B and knew that that was wrong and oh. stopped. So. so it was like your mouth was falling down. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> anyway. I had a really good point, and I don't remember I what not it is anymore. This. Everybody's hearing this as is. I'm not stopping the recording today. It's on. Well, but you make a really good point. I love the point, and that is these things that seem to, they, they used to be so easy. You know, just going through your day and getting things done, 
used to be easy and things are getting harder and harder and harder as the light in the world grows dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. But do not be discouraged. Strangely dim. dim, Because all these things are going to grow dim and it's going to be the backdrop for the light and the glory of Jesus Christ when he returns. So let that be your hope and fight through it. I know like simple things are becoming very, very hard accessing health care, you know, your banking, just watching TV has become hard for me because it's, you got the internet and the different things. Oh, the commercials on sporting events are just, a handful of them are just heart sickening. And, you know, I grew up in a world where we had three channels. It was real simple. So, but as things do get harder and more disconnected and more corrupted and things get not as easy as they once were, just don't lose heart. These things must come to pass and the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ will be so worth the light and momentary suffering that we go through. Well, that's going to do it for us today. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today. Check it all out at BibleIdiots.com. Tell your friends about this podcast. Subscribe to it. Out of all the people that listen, we only have a handful of people that actually subscribe. That's what's amazing. It's free. Subscribe to it, and uh, let's grow this little outreach ministry together. And so with that, you go and serve your king.